In this episode, I sit down with Brianna DeAndrea, wife, mother, author of the Mom Girl blog, and host of the Mom Girl pod. Now, she is a wealth of information when it comes to health, wellness, and all things motherhood. If you are someone who is interested in just getting started with switching to cleaner products, eating healthy, or trying to figure out if you can even stay committed to something like this, this episode is for you. Welcome to The Clean Fix, a podcast to help you make a natural shift towards cleaner living. From how to shop organic without breaking the bank to swapping toxic household products, we'll uncover simple hacks that produce a happier, healthier life. Let's dive in. Tell me about Mom Girl Blog. Mom Girl Blog essentially started, I had had my second child, my daughter. We had recently moved not too far from, I, I live in Palm Beach, Florida, and we moved to Orlando for my husband's position. And at the time, um, I had really given up a pretty big television and media career to stay home with my children. Totally decided to, it was my choice. I'm lucky and fortunate enough to have been able to do that. However, as creatives, and I'm sure you feel this way too, like it's a piece of you and it's something that keeps you whole. And at the time I was freelancing, um, just like almost as like a therapeutic basis, like for a mom, um, sanctioned website. And I still do it till today. It's called aroundwellington.com. And I'm a part of like mommy moments it's called. And, um, it was sort of just like this journal and I would help this woman. And I was like, you know what? I should take all of these excerpts that I'm writing and I should put them somewhere. And I had always wanted to create a blog. And, um, I felt super lonely being in Orlando. I had no friends, no family, second child. And it was almost like this therapy for me to start this project. And, um, I thought to myself at the very least, if nothing comes of it, my children will have a journal to look back on and it'll be something that they can kind of like read um, as they get older and I'll do my best to kind of keep up with it. And, you know, fast forward, it's been now four years that I started it. Um, and obviously I've created a business, um, in wellness and in helping other moms. And that was something I never really anticipated was like this community of women and support. It was more so like, Oh, I'll just do this as a journal. And then people were like, Oh, I read your, I read your blog. I'm like, you did. Cool. You know, and I don't consider myself to be the self-proclaimed blogger. I am not one of those people, but, um, you know, I think I've got a knack for it and it's something I'm passionate about. And I figured why not share that with the world and with my children. And that's kind of where mom girl blog was born. I love that. And I love that as just documenting life and helping people as just the baseline goal. I mean, there's, there's so much need for that and you're doing it. You mentioned, a career in wellness and health. Right. Tell me about that. So fast forward, I actually lived in Orlando for seven months. It was the craziest year of my life. I'd had a baby. We moved to Orlando, moved back down to Palm Beach within 12 months, seven months. So that was nuts. And I'd got invited to a wellness get together of some kind. And I thought, well, maybe it's because my husband works for Whole Foods. Fine, I'll go. I've got nothing better to do. I show up and I meet this ball of energy, our our friend Bryant, who happened to be down in Florida looking for people. And when I say people, they were looking for, you know, more voices when it comes to the beauty counter movement. I know that you talk a lot about it and that's kind of what brought us together. Uh, but I decided to hop on board mainly because, um, I love Beauty Counter's mission first and foremost, 100%.
But what I really loved too was I was like, you know what? Part of being a mom is trying to find your people, your community, and also finding those, um, you know, safer switches, making those safer switches. And I would get asked all the time, like, what do you use for detergent? What do you use as a moisturizer long before beauty counter came into play? And so I was like, you know what, I'll give that a shot. And so now I work mom girl blog alongside beauty counter. And I started a podcast in the midst of this like COVID crisis as well. And it's just like, I like to call myself an octopus with a bunch of legs. Like I'm not tied to any one thing. They all kind of make up who I am as an individual. Um, You know, I'm a mom, I'm a creative, I'm a beauty counter representative, podcast, you know, entrepreneur. All the things. All the things. (laughs) And um, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of how beauty counter blossomed. And that was gosh, three years ago. So it was about a year after I'd started the blog. So were you already interested in health in general? You said you already had some recommendations long before beauty counter. You know, it's funny. (laughs) I grew up, you know, my mom still has like a junk closet full of just, you name it. My friends would come over and be like, let's go to Bree's house. Cause (laughs) it was like little Debbie cakes. And my mom's going to kill me for saying all these things, but Doritos and she loves it though. It's like her way of like welcoming people in and saying like, help yourself, you know? Um, and so I grew up like my favorite, favorite, favorite thing is like a Coca-Cola classic and a bag of Doritos, like no shame. (laughs) And you know, my husband who at the time I've known him since I'm 14. So we, um, started dating in college and he always worked for Whole Foods. He started there at a very, very young age at 14. Like when I first met him, and when we, when we finally got together, he's like, you realize that you shop at Whole Foods now, right? And I was like, what? <laughs> and he like dragged me <laughs> screaming through, you know, like through the aisles. So it was such a culture shock for me because like I said, I was eating, you know, Doritos and um, Coca-Cola, although there's nothing wrong with that. However, I did grow up, you know, my family, my dad's from Morocco. And so we grew up with a lot of really great, um, foods and salads and all those things. And so I learned that. And my mom kind of took on that culture and learned that too. Um, and so, um, going through the aisles, I was like, okay, this is super intimidating. This is really intimidating. And I know that every single person that probably walks through those health and wellness aisles is like, I can't like, it's not the labels and the things that I know and love and trust. And I don't know that I can honestly like make the switch. And I'm telling you, I'm standing right here before you to tell you that you can. And it's all about one thing a week. Like literally I would go in every week and I would say, okay, what am I trying to switch out this week? What am I trying to switch out next week? And I'm not, I kid you not. It was like bread, milk, And then I started to venture off into the skincare world. I was like, oh, this is a whole other world that I've never even explored. And then, you know, one thing after the other, uh, I am top to bottom. People ask me all the time. So you're hundred percent clean, like everything in your house. I'm like, yes, 100. I am the type of person, if I'm going to go for it, I'm going to go for it. And I went for it. And um, I'm glad I did because I think that this is definitely, it's not like a flash in the pan trend. It's something that's here to stay. There's, you know, it's a lifestyle. And I think it's one of those things where once you know things, you can't unknow those things. So So at this point, you've switched out all of these things and you are shopping at Whole Foods, whether you wanted to or not. (laughs) Right. Um, No, I'm glad to now. (laughs) You feel like this is just the system that you have. 
you're on autopilot or do you feel like, Oh, I wish I could just go to that other store and get that. Not at all. It's so funny that you say that because I get so excited to see all the specialty items. And sometimes like I'll treat myself even just yesterday, like I was at the store and they had, you know, that brand milk. It's like that compost. Oh my gosh. So they created these cookies and I guess Whole Foods started carrying them. I've never been more excited in my life. I swear it's small things during this like crazy time, but, um, no, not at all. If, if you've ever had like a natural Dorito, you will taste the difference and you will say, man, that tastes like real cheese. Like I can, and, and you can look at me however you want, but I can taste the difference when something is synthetic and when something is not. And even my children, so they're seven and four, like I've given them, like I've said to them, come on, like, let's go to McDonald's. Like, let's do it. You know, I want to be able to like give them the experience that I had growing up as a child. And like, they want nothing to do with it. Like my really? kid would rather an apple and carrots. I'm not just saying that to sound you know, and I think it's because they grew up not knowing anything else. And now they're able to decipher the difference, you know, of what has like, um, additives and what doesn't, whether they like it or not. It's amazing that you've been able to create this home that has only healthier options for all the different things you're eating. But what happens when you guys go outside? So in a world where we're not in a pandemic and we're all at Mm -hmm. home, when you go to the birthday party and there are the snacks and the red dyes and all the other things out there, how do you navigate that? Especially with the young kids, you know, um, without getting too scientific, obviously like the red dye has been linked to some serious like, um, issues when it comes to just the way, you know, kids manage their activity, I guess, like in that whole thing. I die a little inside when I go somewhere and it's like, you know, candy and cake and all of the things. But I also realize that I have to like pull myself back and I have to tell myself that one time for a splurge is fine. Or, you know, I don't agree with like the juice every single day or like buying ice cream every day in the lunchroom or any of that. I'm not, no judgment if that's what you do, like 100%, like you have to do what is easiest for you and keeps you sane. That's like 100, that's the first, first thing. But um, for me, my choice is I let my kids have it. I let them have it within reason because I don't want them A, to grow up resenting me and then B, like binging behind my back and lying to my face. Cause I feel like that could ultimately happen. So I just let them be kids, you know, and when we are at parties or we are at events, I love Swedish fish, you know, I, you know, I love all those things. (laughs) I mean, yeah. And I think a Swedish fish is not going to kill me. It's going to actually probably bring me a little bit of joy that I could use that day. And, um, that's how I see it. You know, it sparks joy. I love that. I think it's so easy to on paper say, we're never going to eat this. We're never going to do this, but there are ramifications to it outside of just the, the physical health, you know, your right, relationship like with them uh-huh, right. and the mental. I just want to give a little note to any brand new moms out here. This is not the time for you to be worrying about this. Sit with your baby. You've got a lot on your plate. Don't take 100%. on lifestyle changes. There's a lot of stuff going on. hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, I think the lifestyle change, obviously for me, it came before kids, but I think as you have kids, you start to delve for whatever reason, like you want to put them first. Right. And I know we had a conversation. I think you had asked me, does the same apply to myself as it does my children? And for me, you know, 
you got to put your mask on first. So talking to all those mamas that are home with their babies, like you've got to do what brings you joy, what makes you happy without stressing about, you know, those kinds of things. And I think that as your journey goes on, you'll know when it's the right time to get that detergent that you've been thinking about getting or to put down a certain snack that you feel like you can't live without, but you know is better for your health. Absolutely. It sounds like a lot of these changes, once you made them, they were pretty easy to stick to, but has there been one area, maybe not with food, but in general, that it's been harder to maintain? The beauty realm, I struggled with for a while because I was, you know, on camera and I was using like specific makeup and that kind of thing. And I have found like through Beauty Counter, I've been able to set that aside, which has been a real blessing. As for like other beauty stuff, you know, like getting my nails done, getting my hair done, that has been a struggle for me. You know, I just feel like there's a certain amount that I'm willing to like risk for myself and my well-being. And then there's a certain amount where I'm like, okay, maybe I don't go for the dye that's like going to bleach my scalp, but I go for something more so like a balayage that isn't actually touching the root. Or I try to let my nails breathe, you know, and try to use safer nail polish. But occasionally I will do the gel or the next gen. And that's kind of been my struggle, trying to find that happy medium without being so vain, but still feeling like my best self, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. I'm right there with you with the hair and the nails. Those have been tricky ones too. And I I think part of it for people can often be the experience, you know, you go get mani pedis with your girlfriends and if they don't carry a safer option for gels or whatever it is, um, or being in the hair salon, talking to your stylist and the community that that brings, it can feel like a sacrifice to not do that. And for me, I'm not a DIY person, so I'm not about to die. I am not, not my life. (laughs) (laughs) I did a podcast on that alone. Like don't dye your own hair. Don't cut your own hair kind of thing. For some people they're in it and that's totally great. I am just wondering, you know, how long did it take you to kind of get to this point after the whole food switch and all that kind of stuff? What's the timeline of this? Um, you know, it's funny. I still feel like there are times where I'm like, Oh snap, that has like an ingredient in it that it shouldn't. And I'll make a switch, you know, um, or I'll learn something like don't take receipts when you're at the store because there's ink on them and that could potentially like get onto your fingers. I mean, it took me probably, I would say I started dating Michael when I was 21 and I'm, how old am I? 36. So listen, it's 15 years in the making of like really switching things out. It's a long process, but I think I was officially switched over to everything within the time span of like a year or two, you know, and, and back then I think things weren't as readily available. I think right now, like at Whole Foods, it's like a one-stop shop. At Beauty Counter, it's a one-stop shop. You know, you have all these like one-stop shops and you can trust these particular brands like 365 or Annie's or 7th Generation, um, all of these brands that you can trust. At the time, it was definitely not like that. It was something that I kind of had to learn and navigate as I went. And more and more, it obviously has picked up. Um, but, you know, it definitely, it's not easy. I would say, you know, because especially with my blog, like my blog is all about helping moms become the best version of themselves. Like if eating a bag of Doritos, I hate to keep bringing that up, but like if if that makes you whole and that makes you happy, then 
then eat the darn bag. Like who cares? But I think it's like just educating yourself and finding those resources like you and the apps that are out there like EWG and the Whole Foods app or, and just giving yourself grace to say like, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to do things one, one thing at a time. I want what's best for my kids. I want what's best for myself because I have to take care of myself to take care of my kids. Um, and just having the patience to get through it because nobody's perfect, right? Like, I know we always say this, but it's like progress over perfection. And I am such a perfectionist and I hate that about myself sometimes because it's like, you got to let things go and like, let the cards fall. I think you said, you know, two things that kind of hit at the same point of, you know, it's taken 15 years and progress, not perfection. And that is such a different message than we see visually on social media, right? 100%. Someone pumping out new content every single day of this new switch or this new clean recipe or whatever. And um, that can feel really discouraging. I love overwhelming. Most people aren't doing it that way, nor can they. Right. I think every switch would would make a difference though. Would you say? A hundred percent. There's a lot of research out there that suggests even in like young teens, you know, that when they switched out their foundations and their mascaras, um, that their hormone levels, you know, dropped, you know, the whole early puberty thing that's happening with young girls that are using makeup that isn't deemed safe. Like that's a thing, you know, and, um, not to scare people, but I would say like, if you can, you know, go to the store and I think a lot of people associate, well, it's too expensive. I can't do that. I can't eat organic. That's way more than I can afford. You'll find dollar for dollar. There was a study done, I think between like, um, Publix and Whole Foods, like a gallon of milk, it actually was less at Whole Foods. It's like almost a stigma of like, I can't afford it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So I think it's about number one, getting over that idea that like you can't do it or it's too hard or it's too overwhelming. Like shut off your phone, shut off Instagram, shut off Pinterest, because that sometimes I feel like whenever I disconnect from all of those things, I'm like, whoo. I'm going to make it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then I I turn it on and sometimes I'm like, I mean, it is great to see people doing so well, but you can't, you have to think of this like Instagram. I think of it exactly in these terms, like they're ads almost. Mm -hmm. It's like a magazine. Remember when we were younger, we'd read like Cosmo or like all those things like, Oh, that pretty girl and the pretty purse and all that. Like that's just like the new age version of a Cosmo. And you got to just remember that. And, and like not let it affect your every day. That's not real life. It's so true. So yeah. true. <laughs> so how do you encourage and empower your kids to do this? And how, or how do you stay empowered with this? Cause it's, you know, outside of the home push comes to shove pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, I think that again, it's balance and it's always tough, right? Like I remember learning when we went to like a conference a while back, like if you're not giving a hundred percent of something, you're giving nothing to everything. And that really stuck with me. And so, um, I try to incorporate, like I let them choose snacks that they like, like, you know, the pretzels and the, the like Annie's bunnies and like those kinds of things. But for every like dry snack they get, they get a fruit or a vegetable So like if she had, for example, my daughter, if she had like a bowl of pretzels and she's like, I want crackers now. I'm like, no girl, you can either have tomatoes, you can have 
carrots. You can have apples, strawberries, raspberries, like, and she'll choose. Okay. I'll have tomatoes. Like she loves tomatoes. Um, and same goes for my son. Like he loves cucumbers and I just try to remember like, you know, what they like. They both love pickles, which are good. Um, so every time that they have one of like a carby snack, I guess it gets followed up by a fruit and a vegetable, you know, I can totally do that. That's easy yeah. enough because you don't, it's not a whole day of, no, you can't have that. Here's something else that I hope you don't hate. <laughs> right. And, and I do feel like a lot of times I am fighting with my kids at dinner time, and it's probably because I let them snack so much throughout the day. Um, I definitely let them have dessert. You know, my husband's a big dessert eater, believe it or not. I'm not like, I'm more of like a chips kind of gal. He loves like ice cream and all those kinds of things. And so, you know, I let them, I let them splurge because they're kids, you know, and you don't want them growing up. Number one, resenting food, right? Like food is, it's like, it brings me joy. Yeah, (laughs) And I love just like sitting around and, um, you know, like enjoying a meal and like chatting and going out to dinner. That's one of the biggest things I miss about all this is like going out to eat and trying new places to eat. Um, and that kind of thing. But I think if like to answer your question, if your kids see you eating right and they see you exercising and they see you, um, you know, getting up every day and like giving it your best, like they're going to emulate what you're doing. It's listen, it sucks. Most days suck. Okay. (laughs) If I'm being honest, like it's hard, it's hard to be a mom. It's hard to be all the things, especially now, like being a teacher on top of it. Um, you want to be a good wife, a good friend, a good daughter, like there's all this pressure to just be all of that. And I think that you just got to remember, like you are, you just have to be, and you can't, you can't let other people and their judgment, especially your own judgment on yourself. Yeah like affect you. That's one of the biggest things for me. That's huge. Try to stay in my lane. Yeah. And how we talk to ourselves, especially I would imagine for the daughters of moms, (laughs) how we talk to ourselves, they see, they see it and they feel it, but it can be a really powerful tool when we're using the right way, like eating while exercising. I love that being that example. What do you look to? What resources do you look to in, in this area do you just have your couple of stores? Do you venture out from them or do you kind of stick to the same thing? You know, it's funny. I'm such a creature of habit. It's hard. Um, although I know it's important to be like, to, you know, think outside the box and to be, you know, flexible, especially now. Um, you know, I really, I'm not that kind of person that shops at five different stores and maybe it's because I get a discount, but Um, it's just easier for me to know like where everything is. I go in, I get it. And I, you know, I, I head out. Um, I'll try the occasional thing every now and then, but my best resources, I would say, like, I've actually downloaded this app. It's called the cloud library and you can connect your life, like your local library and you can get like free books and free eBooks. Oh, wow. And, And for me, like personal development, like I am addicted to that. I'm addicted to personal development. Um, I can't get enough of it. I almost feel like I, I do too much of it and I don't put anything, I don't execute enough. (laughs) Um, there, there I go with the judgment talk, but, um, I really like that app. Um, and I've been listening to, I love Gabby Bernstein. She, uh, wrote the book, the universe has your back and the judgment detox. Um, I'm listening to, uh, well, actually I'm reading right now. Brene Brown dare to lead. Oh, loved it. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you are a badass. 
because you are. Uh, that's a really great book, especially for anybody going through anything. I think motherhood or um, opening a business or trying to navigate clean living, like you are a badass, is a great one. And so those are some of like books or things that like have stuck with me. I always use the EWG app when I'm trying to navigate like ingredients and ingredient safety. I mean, right now I can tell because I've been doing this for a while, how to read a label and to see, okay, that ingredient's no bueno. This one's no good. This one's no good. You know, right out of the gate. But I think that that has come with practice. So the EWG app is great. You can scan products around your home. You can search them in the database. It can be food, you know, or skincare or any of the things. And it'll give you a breakdown. Um, and I don't know if you've already talked about this. No. Um, but it'll tell you based on a level of one to 10, how toxic it is and how non-toxic it is. And it will also talk about ingredient breakdown and, um, whether or not it can cause, immunotoxicity, cancer, you know, all the things that like we want to know, we deserve to know. Um, it blows my mind that companies are allowed to get away with like selling things on the market and not, and it's so loosely regulated. And so, um, you have to be your own advocate when it comes to that, when it comes to making food choices, when it comes to making healthier living choices, like your life is yours. You only have one. And that app has really been instrumental in helping me like navigate And now what you're able to do too is like take those ingredients and then search what they do, you know? So that's another one, you know, the Dirty Dozen, the Clean 15, they release those every year. They're also a part of the environmental working groups. Yep. Yep. Those are also a part of it. And that's really all that gets me by right now. I mean, I can probably, there's always room for growth. So this has been so informative. I want to know what's next for mom girl blog. So obviously I started mom girl pod and that was to help moms navigate through this crisis, um, happening right now. And we've talked to, um, a friend of mine, that's a nurse. We've talked to a firefighter therapist, um, even my hairstylist just to give us some like tips and make it a little bit fun. They're in bite-sized pieces. I try to keep it 15 to 20 minutes, you know, just as a way to help others. So if you haven't checked out momgirlblog.com or momgirlpod, definitely do that. I appreciate the shameless plug, Shay. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) We're here to support each other. And I'm so thankful that you were willing to sit down and share all this. It's been so helpful. I think this specific niche, if you will, of healthy living specifically with families is tough to navigate, but it does reflect a lot of the same struggles we have approaching healthy living in general, you know, how to balance and where to look and how to give ourselves grace and how to choose all this stuff. So it has been so informative, so helpful. Thank yeah. you so much. Where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram at Brianna D'Andrea, uh, B-R-I-A-N-A-D-A-N-D-R-E-A, you know, or on momgirlblog.com. They're all kind of connected. But just to add to what you were saying, like I think it's important to find that community and to lean on each other. Like you and I, we have very similar businesses, but we don't, we're not mutually beneficial, but we've been able to drive together and to learn from each other. And I think that that's the beauty of it is if you can find somebody like that or a network of people like that, then that's going to continue, you know, to help just push you forward in whatever journey you are in life. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for checking out The Clean Fix. If this is exciting and it's been helpful for you, 
take a second to go hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you soon.